Love your neighbor as yourself. Says Rabbi Akiva, this is the great principle of the Torah. Seriously? What about things like keeping Shabbos or not worshipping idols or not to murder or steal? Surely those are great principles of the Torah. Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 37 of Tractate Subas and we learn that Reacha doesn't mean your neighbor. It means the one that you despise. If you can truly love a murderer, then you have fulfilled the greatest dictum of the Torah. Today's transformative daf message has been generously dedicated by Keith and Suzanne Barnett of London, England, in honor of the upcoming marriage of their children, Abigail to Jake Udelowitz, wishing you only simchas, much nachas, and a huge and hearty mazel tov to all the grandparents. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with the story. Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev once spotted a wagon driver who was multitasking. Planning to set off on a journey that day, he was changing the wheels of the wagon as he muttered his morning prayers. The great Rebbe turned his eyes heavenward and exclaimed, Master of the universe, look how there is no nation holier than the Jewish people. See this simple wagon driver? Even when he changes the wheels of the wagon, he remains in his holy talisman filling and continues to pray before you. Let's look at today's Gemara. From where is it derived the execution by sword is from the neck? The verse states, And so shall you remove the innocent blood from your midst, likening all spillers of blood to the beheaded calf. Just as there the calf is beheaded from the neck, so too murderers beheaded from the neck. If so, just as the calf is beheaded with a cleaver, and at the nape of the neck, shall we say that here too a murderer is executed with a cleaver and at the nape of the neck? Rav Nachman quoted Rabbi Bar Avuha. The verse says, love your fellow as yourself, meaning we must choose the kindest method of execution. Let's analyze the Gemara. Rabbi Akiva is famous for saying that love your fellow as yourself is one of the greatest principles in the Torah. But how difficult is it to love your neighbor? What's the big deal? Is that all it takes to fulfill the greatest principle of the Torah? How about all the mitzvahs that have nothing to do with your neighbor, like Shabbos and keeping kosher? The answer lies in the word the Torah employs for the object of your mandated love. When it says, love your neighbor, the word reya doesn't mean friend. It doesn't mean neighbor. It doesn't even mean fellow. Rea is related to the word ra, meaning bad. It's easy to love your friend or neighbor. Their lives are pretty similar to yours. The challenge is to love the person who is so far removed from your ambit that you would consider his actions or lifestyle bad. The ultimate mitzvah is to love that person as yourself, such as a murderer. The Gemara notes that the principle of love your fellow applies to a convicted murderer on death row. But how is it possible to love someone whose life decisions and actions you deem despicable? The first thing is to remember that every human being was created in the image of God. Don't look at the external shell. See through the person's physical coating and look at his soul. That soul is 100% holy and precious. He might be a murderer, but deep down in his essence, he is a pure and holy Tselem Elohim. But if that's the case, 
How could he have behaved so improperly? Surely his terrible choices must be reason enough to despise him. And so we must deepen the bond by asking ourselves the next question. If I was created in the image of God and he was created in the image of God, where did our paths diverge such that I became a pretty decent human being and he became a murderer? The answer, of course, is going to come down to nature, nurture and life circumstances. Ask yourself, what was his upbringing like? Was it as privileged as mine? What opportunities was he given? What opportunities was he denied? Place yourself in his shoes for a moment and ask yourself how he got here and whether there's any chance whatsoever that you might have acted as he did if you were dealt the same hand in life and landed in the same circumstances. Hopefully, the answer is a resounding no, but the mere conjuring up in your mind of the possibility should allow you a window into understanding his, albeit inexcusable, behavior. None of this is to suggest that he deserves to escape punishment. He committed a crime and there are consequences. But it should pain you to witness this person's downfall. And until the very end, you have an obligation to love him as yourself and do whatever you can to treat him with dignity and kindness. Now, thank God nobody encounters murderers on a regular basis. But we do cross paths with people whom we consider to be far from perfect. And compared to placing oneself in the shoes of the murderer, it's relatively easy to don the shoes of a lesser sinner. Just think about the way you were brought up versus the way he was brought up. Think about how your life might have turned out had you taken one slightly different path than the one you took. And what's more, think about how some mitzvahs that others find challenging actually come quite easily to you. What if they didn't? Would you still be as righteous as you are? And with all the opportunities that you've been given in life, are you really doing the very best you could be doing? That's why love your fellow as yourself is the fundamental mitzvah of the Torah. Contemplating how every human being is created in the image of God reminds us of all our obligations to him. And placing ourselves in the other person's shoes deepens our appreciation for the opportunities that we've been given, helps us stop judging others, and reflects greater expectations back onto ourselves. May you forever strive to fulfill the far from easy dictum, love your fellow as yourself, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicopress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Duff.